Debo. Oh, you hear it? Hear it? Debo. You already know what time it is. San Francisco 49ers are home. They got the division rival, the Seahawks, coming into town. The bullies are back. They're looking to hold it down. Listen, we're going to talk about how the Niners are going to look to double up right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Get ready to call in and take off. You already know that, baby. Let's go. We flying high. Let's get down to it. We so bright that we shine Listen, I don't care where you are from. You can breathe from all across the world. But if you're faithful to the bay, make some noise. <laughs> What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Wayne Breezy Show Special Edition. This is the show where you guys get the chance to call in and you get to take off. You get it? You get your hot take and you get to take off. Wait, wait, where's my sound? Yeah. That's a 747 jet right there. We're going to have some fun on today's show. Listen, we're going to talk about a little bit about what's going on with the San Francisco 49ers, how they plan to practice this weekend, the injury report. Obviously, we'll get to that. And then I want to get your takes on what's about to go down. I feel like the 49ers are going to commence a butt whipping. You dig? Like, literally. They're back at home. The 49ers only have one loss at home. It's against the Cincinnati Bengals. They are looking to do some damage. The Niners went on the road. They went at home. They're currently the second seed in the NFC. One of the best records in the NFC. One of the best records in the NFL. They just defeated the best team in the NFL as well coming off of that week. You know, will their energy be too high? Will they be on this crazy mountain? I think not. I think the 49ers are right where they need to be. Before we get into the show, shout out to everybody out there, man. It is a pleasure to have you in here, especially the members of the Breezy Bunch crew. You guys get in here dumb early. Shout out to my brother, Fernando. I appreciate you out there, man. Nick Nice is in the building. What's going on, Faithful? What's going on? Jack's in the building. Hey, Wayne and Faithful, let's have a great show. Somehow, no one's beating Nick to the punch, man. Nick has been early on point. Every single episode for the past week. Matthew, what's going on, baby? Good morning to all you beautiful Niner faithfuls. I like it when you could put that little adjective in front of describing the faithful, man. It, it just makes things so, so beautiful. So, so beautiful. Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Ah, oh, man, so many of you guys in here. Terrence, what's going on? What's up, Breezy, with the dope hashtag? Jason, I see you out there. I see you, CJ Gray. What's good, family? What's good? What's good? Peachy's in the building. She says, thanks for tuning in to the TWBS. All right, make sure to smash that like button. All right, so here's the thing. Hit the like button right now, okay? Now, if you're new to the stream, it's your first time watching, you see this, this guy. My name is Wayne Breezy. Go ahead and hit the subscribe. And then... Click on that join button and become a member of the channel right now. Now, if you see a little post-nasal drip happening, it's because your boy Breezy is trying to medicate and get himself back uh, to, to the winning formula. All right. I, I went out to Philly, came down with something. Uh, must have ate too much bird. Uh, that yeah, too too much bird. Uh, so that's what it is. Eddie G and the B Dogs in the place to be. What's going on? What's good, bro? Um, I won't be attending this game this weekend, but I'll be home and we'll still bring you that victory. Johnny's Dell Football Academy is in the building. Johnny, your takes, man. Keep them coming, baby. Keep them coming. I see you tweeting like a tweeter, tweet, 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 elite, tweet, elite. Keep them coming, man. If you guys don't know who Johnny Dell is, make sure you check him out, man. He has one of the best shows right here on YouTube, and you can get it for free. So check him out. Hit that subscribe button. Go to Johnny Dell Football Academy, all right? Who is calling my number? Guys, you can't text now. That Like, stop. I'm not answering the phone yet. It's not happening yet. It's not happening yet. It's not that time of the show, but I promise you're going to get a chance to call in. Tanisha, what's going on? Good morning, Breezy and Faithfuls from CPT. 
Oh man, I just automatic when I when I hear the CPT, I just I just get the groove, the dance going on. You know what I'm saying? I just I just get that I just get that groove. Easy 408, what it do, fam? Kylie, I see you out there. Big Daddy Niners in the building. All right, CA in the building. Uh, the beautiful Miss Debbie. Good morning, Wayne. On this wonderful Wednesday, it's a wonderful Wayne Wednesday. I just put my name in there because it started with a W. Blessings to all y'all in the chat today. Please remember to hit that like button. It's really important to the channel. Subscribe. Trying to get to that 5K, guys. Come on. I, we get to that 5K, we do a giveaway. That, that's that's what it's coming down to. 5K giveaway. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know the Celtics banner is killing you. I get it. Yeah, but I I got to support my team. You know what I mean? I'll tell y'all not to support y'all teams. Notorious GAV. In the building. I'm hoping we get more juice today, uh, this week. No Tacos for Life is in the building. Wow, you guys are in here. Oh, the beautiful Mrs. Tara is in the building. Tara, hi, Wayne and Miss Peachy. That's what's up. Don't bother me. What's up, Faithful? Yo, Wayne, don't forget the hot takes from the callers. Trust me, that's all we're going to do today. Right now, I'm just letting YouTube do its thing. I got to give it 10 minutes. I got to give it to a minute. Boss, what's going on? Seahawks, deep fried, and extra crispy, 48 to 13. See, when when you don't even got to ask for a score prediction, you already know what time it is. Deep fried, it is, and you know, I like that you said that. Hey, I got a question for everybody out there. There's no poll today. I want to make sure I'm interacting with you guys. Let's talk about this. All right. Did What, what did we do? to the Seahawks the first go around did we roast them it was on Thanksgiving did we roast the turkey I can't remember what we said because I'm trying to I'm trying to do something here what would we say we did to the Seahawks then what did we do to the Eagles because boss said we're going to deep fry the Seahawks this time so how did we cook them the first time just curious you know what I mean excuse me Rob D breezy for president love it yo one day one day when I'm 70 Love it. But let's talk about it, man. How do we cook the Seahawks the first time? How did we cook the Eagles? And then how did we cook? All right, we got one roasted. So we got a roasted. Um, Boston said we let them simmer in the, in the crock pot. So they cooked for a long time. <laughs> they, they was cooking for a long time. Johnny says we shaved the Eagles. Shaved. Okay. I, I, I can take it. I'm digging this. I'm digging this. Yes. 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 Bird fo. I didn't get a chance to eat fo out there. Like Philly was cheesesteaks all weekend. But I promise you, I'm going to find me some pho, uh, pho and I'm going to eat it. Yes, for sure. We slow cooked them. Mmm. Mmm. Barbecued or barbecued or however you said it. Peachy says we let them marinate. Stir fry, I see you, Rob. Uh, hey, Mr. DJ says the air fryer. I'm having some fun, guys. I hope you guys understand. Eagles was the rotisserie, so they've just been spinning. You know what? I like that, Big Daddy and 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 Peachy said let them marinate because we marinated them, and then we it took a whole year, so they've been cooking slow, 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 slow. My man Terrence says I didn't know Deshaun Golson was a part of the coaching staff. Yeah, remember uh, back before the season started, they have that new uh, the Bill Walsh the initiative program, uh, and and he was one of the, he was the coach that was selected, one of the coaches that was selected to be with the San Francisco 49ers. Now they let some of them go, but they kept him on there, and and you can see that that secondary is hard hitting. Uh, like they ain't never missed anything. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, the Sentinels football channel, Wayne, how bad was the smell from the Eagles fans and the stadium on a scale of one to 10? The smell? I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I wasn't smell, I couldn't smell nothing. Honestly, they left. So I like, I kind of wish the game was closer because it, it would have been like, I could really give you an answer. They were gone, gone. Ah, they were gone, gone. Literally, gone, gone. That's what it was. Couldn't smell none. Nobody was around. The staff left. You know, you beat a team down when the staff leaves. Like the they, every stadium that I've been in this year, I do a post game show. 
Sometimes you can hear it clear. Sometimes it sounds like I'm... Yeah! Oh! That's what you get. That's what you got from Philly. They didn't want me to go live. No, what I'm saying is every stadium that I've been in, I've been kicked out. I've been asked to leave. And this stadium right here, they ain't asked me to go anywhere. They let me stream. I could have streamed for a whole hour. We could did the whole overreaction show right there in Philly. It would have sound like crazy, but we could have did the whole overreaction show right there. No kicking out, no nothing. Listen, concession stands were closed. There was one person in the concession stand when I left that said, go Niners. I could tell right away. He worked as a Philadelphia Eagle concession stand person, but he was a Dallas Cowboy fan. I could feel it. I felt it. I felt Dallas Cowboy resonating from his spirit when he said go Niners. I could tell he wasn't a Niner fan because he that ain't that. I, but it, he was a Cowboy fan. So, yeah, like it was different. It was different, different uh, walking out of there uh, or whatnot. Let's start the show with these Super Chat contributions, and then we'll go ahead and get into the show. Then I'll open up the phone lines. We're into the time. Jax Knox says, y'all ready to talk? Oh, God. You get three minutes. Three. Three minutes, and they ready. So, Jax, here are the rules for anybody, not just Jax. When you call in, you talk to me. You do not talk to the chat. If I see you talking to the chat, you're going to hear the do click tone. Okay? That's not for jacks. That's for everybody. You talk, you, I'm, you talk, it's, it's, you hear the, we hear. Okay? I just want to put that out there. We walked on the moon with the Super Chat contribution. Feel better soon. Get some Seahawk noodle soup. That sounds good. That sounds real good. Yeah, man, I'm working on it, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to shake this joint as quick as possibly as I possibly can, uh, and, and or, or whatnot. But man, I appreciate that. Thank you for the super chat contributions. All right, man, let's get down to the nitty gritty. You guys know where to follow. Don't forget to hit that like button. Make sure you are subscribed to the channel if you're new, and feel free to become a member of the Breezy Bunch. All right, man, let's start with some news. 49ers, man, round of applause. Debo Samuel named off. Offensive player of the week, week 13 for Debo Samuel. Uh, the dude balled out 100, what, 138 all purpose yards, 122 to 116 was uh, um, receiving, 22 rushing, three total touchdowns. Four targets, four catches. I that's the most impressive. Like I, I remember Debo, like when he would get targeted, it was just was weird. Now, like he didn't, you know, not necessarily drops, but like he doesn't always get his uh his receptions from his targets. But man, he went a hundred percent. They threw the ball to him four times. He caught him all four times. Uh, and so we want to give him a huge shout out, Debo Samuel, uh, NFC Offensive Player of the Week uh, for the San Francisco 49ers for the for the week 13. Debo, uh, keep doing what you think. Keep doing your thing. Here's the thing that I'm learning about the 49ers, and you're seeing these accolades fly uh, through weekly. You know, one week it's Brock, one week it's Kittle, one week it's Debo, one week it's McCaffrey, one week, and they just and Brandon Ayuk, one week, and they just rotating, and that's the key. The key is to not get complacent. And they don't have to beat you the same way or use the same player to beat you each and every game. And I think that's what makes the 49ers. It's been helping them out a lot, especially in the health category, right? They're not overworking or overusing a player. So you're seeing these 49ers go out there and just do their due diligence, man. Kyle Shanahan finds a way to take advantage of the weakness. I can tell you right now, if you got a weak set of linebackers, it's a Debo day. It's a George Kittle day. People keep forgetting George Kittle opened up that game. George Kittle had some explosive plays. He had a uh, a check down, and it was a wrap. Like, he got 30, what, 30, 33 off the check down? Look, that you show up with weak And you know what? It don't even matter if you got weak linebackers anymore because the talent of what the Niners utilize, I watched them put Bobby Turner, I mean, excuse me, uh, uh, not Bobby Turner, that's our coach. I watched them put, uh, what's the running back, Bobby Wagner in a blender two weeks ago. He didn't know what to do. He was confused. I never saw Bobby Wagner confused in my entire life. That's an all-pro. That's a vet. That's an all-pro, pro bowl, like just confused. Kyle Shanahan, he out for the gusto. You could tell he's out for the gusto this year. Uh, definitely want to show some love to the guy, the one and only, the blueprint, Mr. Eric Armstead. 
The team nominated him for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award uh, uh, for another year. And, and I'm hoping that, you know, like that they see exactly what he does with his project and the community. He's making sure that, you know, children have the opportunity of, of getting that equal education, no matter what their zip code is, no matter where the area code is, no matter where they live and things like that. Right. And so like, it's something about, you know, when you do things for kids that just resonates and stands out. And I'm hoping that the NFL and the people that vote, they really see that it's about the kids because the kids are the future. They're the future leaders. They're the future presidents. They're the future football players. They're the future doctors. They're the future, you know, engineers. They're the they're just the future. And if they don't get the equal chance to go out there and show uh, or, or the opportunities to, with with the proper resources, that's what it comes down to. You know, it shouldn't matter where you live or what school you go to. The resources should be unlimited for kids. Imagine a child with resources. Just imagine it. They'll be able to disguise the limit for them. You know what I mean? And, you know, it, it's unfortunate. I know the different cities, different budgets, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. I get it. Uh, but they got to figure out how to make sure that education is 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 number one because the kids are number one. That should always be the number one goal. So I'm hoping, uh, you know, Eric Armstead is the recipient of this award uh, this year. I think that would be really dope uh, for him to actually bring in. He's always nominated. He's a square. He's a stand-up guy, great person, um, and, you know, he's fun to talk to, right? Eric Armstead, keep doing your thing. Love the podcast, Third Along. I think it's a huge hit, huge success. Great job adding some guests on your show. Maybe we can get Eric Armstead on this show and we can to discuss the details of of the t-shirt and the proceeds can go to his charity i think that would be pretty cool we can get the blueprint shirts out get his approval and then we take the proceeds of that and they go to his charity to provide resources for children no matter what zip code they live in all right so let's talk about that man maybe you could reach out to him i'm that type of guy like i don't want him to think i'm any other type of guy i'm definitely that type of guy but shout out to eric armstead man we salute you and and we we're hoping that you win let's talk about what's going on with the niners uh, as far as what they've done as far as react uh transactions as of lately so they released excuse me they waived uh, former third round pick running back. Uh, they call him Ty Davis Price, first name Tyrion uh, Davis Price, uh, running back that they drafted in the third round uh, from LSU, a, uh, a breaking tackle type of running back. And he never really, you know, got the opportunity. Now, let me explain to everybody how this actually works. Okay, let me explain to people. Okay, he was drafted. Now, you guys got to understand that the Niners, key to the Niners offense is to run the ball. The Niners had a plethora of running backs. There was They came a season, a time in the season last year where the San Francisco 49ers whipped on a team and they asked that team, what are you doing with this team? And they said, hey, we're looking, we're interested in Christian McCaffrey. Would you trade him to us? We'll give you, you know, what do you want for him? It happened. The transaction uh, was successful. Christian McCaffrey comes over to the Niners. The moment Christian McCaffrey became a Niner, if you're a running back in that room, you already knew what time it was. You already knew. Uh, for for Ty Davis Price, um, you know, not a guy that played much on special teams. Did deal with a couple of injuries. Um, it just wasn't really looking good as far as him getting the opportunities. It was going to take some injuries for him to get the opportunities. I think the San Francisco 49ers realize if they do have to suffer an injury, they're covered at that position. They really feel comfortable with Jordan Mason and his ability to what he can do in the run game, as well as what he brings to the uh, special teams. And and they waived him. Uh, and, and before they waived him, they actually signed, uh, well, they worked out uh, safety Logan Ryan, and then they signed him to a one-year deal. Now, let's talk about this because a lot of people are like, dang, like, Look, we lost two starting safeties, two all-pro starting safeties. One started at the actual safety position. I would call him the strong safety. And Talanoa Hufang, he's out for the year. And then you got George Odom, 
okay, who could have played some free and, and, and whatnot, but he was also your starting uh, on your special teams, and now he's out for the year with the bicep injury, and so you lost two starting pros, uh, all pro safeties. You bring in the rookie, Jair Brown, who I think has been pretty darn well in his uh, uh, you know, first start uh, and, and playing with the San Francisco 49ers since he's been called up. He's been doing this thing. A couple little things, he, a couple little wrinkles he has. Uh, but when I looked at the Niners and I was saying to myself uh, in that Eagles game, like, what the freak happened? Why was Deshaun Gibson not out there? Why was Isaiah Oliver out there? Apparently, there was an injury to Gip. And so then I'm saying to myself, okay, now Gip came in, he finished the game back at the safety position. But, like, God forbid something is to go down. You want to make sure you got that savvy vet out there. I don't think the San Francisco 49ers liked what they saw from Isaiah Oliver at that position. Uh, and so they'll still rock with the rookie. Uh, but now you got a, you got an extra guy um, that can, you know, come in and, and, and possibly be ready to plug and play if anything was to go down. Uh, he is 32 years old. Will he give you some reps on uh, special teams? I say, heck, heck yeah. I, I think he, he he's playing on a contending team. You get the experience from him. You get the Super Bowl experience from him. Why not go after a player like that with some tread left on the tires? I think it's a great signing for the 49ers, and the safety room just got upgraded um, and replenished. And so the DBs are going to be right back at the top where they belong. Uh, I don't think they even slid much other than a couple of missed tackles, a couple of poor angles from in one game and a game that they blew out the other team uh, and only gave up 19 points. So look, it's it's pretty cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like the, the San Francisco 49ers are upgrading that room. They realize what's at stake. You got the number one seed at stake. You got winning your division at stake this week. The Niners can clinch a playoff spot in week 14, y'all. All they got to do is win and get a little bit of help they can actually clinch a playoff spot. There's so much going on for the San Francisco 49ers um, as of right now. But again, we had some injuries uh, to players that are going to be out for the season. Uh, and we had to go ahead and make some moves. And speaking of injury report, let's talk about it because Eric Armstead with the foot and a knee injury, excuse me, is listed day to day. Ross Dwelly with the high ankle sprain is going to be out for two to three weeks. Ray Ray McLeod is day to day with the rib injury. Darrell Luter Jr. has the hamstring injury. He's going to be out uh, for a week. Excuse me. You got Spencer Burford, who's also listed day to day for the San Francisco 49ers. This is a, a, a possibility where you might see that rotation start to happen. Like they interject a little bit of, you know, Feliciano and then, you know, Burford. Just, you know, make sure he stays healthy up and on the up and up. So, look, the Niners are dealing with a little, a few injuries. Not injuries that are too detrimental to the team. Uh, some players may get rest. I expect them to rest uh, this week, especially Eric Armstead. If he's listed day-to-day, I don't think he's going to go out there and practice much. Um, but I do think he will, you know, he'll be available for the game. It's just who Eric Armstead is. He even told us at the pressers, like, listen, I'm going to get treatment. <laughs> I'm going to be good to go. Um, and I think that's something that we, uh, we definitely need to, uh, you know, own in on. Uh, Eric Armstead. I think it's going to be really cool to see if he'll be able to continue uh, to do what he does. He's a catalyst. He's a key piece to that defensive front. Um, and so, yeah, Eric Armstead is going to be, be look good to go. We got a new member to the channel. Hey! Hey! Hey, he in that red package to the Breezy Bunch. You know what I'm saying? In that red package uh, to the Breezy Bunch. Shout out to my man, Daryl. Daryl Granville, man. Seen you all the time. You're a big time supporter. Appreciate you for joining to the, to the dark side. We joined into the dark side. We appreciate you. Again, we definitely want to show our love. I just happened to see this comment from my man Raphael five six two niners. Again, we want to show our uh, our condolences uh, and send our love to the family of Corey Davis, who did pass away um, on this Sunday uh, after the Eagles game at some time that night. He did. Uh, he's going up to heaven, y'all. He's going. He's going up to heaven. All right. And so we definitely want to send our, our condolences and, and, and our love to the family. Uh, I believe, um, you know, 
we can reach out to the Copes. They're they're they've been really uh, they're really connected to him and the family. And so we'll see uh, if there's anything you want. Reach out to them and see if there's anything that they need. Uh, and and let's get it to them and into the family of Corey Davis. Again, R.I.P. to our guy Corey Davis. Ooh, man. All right. Um. So yeah, back to the injuries again. Uh, Ray Ray McLeod. I, look, I like what I like. I, I'm hoping we get a little bit of more. Um, you know, from the rookie. Uh, he did have that muffed punt. Um, uh, but I'm hoping we can see him a little bit on kickoffs. I would love to see, you know, my my guy and the goal. I would love to see Mr. Bell return to kickoff. I know Debo Samuel. We came in. It's like, nah, man, I got it. You know, I got it. Um, but I, I would love to see um, Mr. Bell return some kickoffs. He did have the muff punt uh, or whatnot, but he still was, you know, he still I, we saw him on a lot of offensive uh, possessions, offensive snaps. His numbers are, are, are coming up or, or whatnot. Beige Noir, I see your comment as well. Uh, since lost my son about six months ago. He was about to be 30. Listen, uh, praying for you and your family, for you guys and your strength. And if there's anything you need, you can just reach out to me. There's no look, I'm I'm reachable. I'm I'm not God. I'm you can you can reach out to me. You can call me, you can talk to me, text me, message me, however you need. If there's anything you need, feel free to reach out. Uh, all right, feel free to reach out. All right, look, the number is on its way up. We're almost at that 30-minute mark. Uh, before we get to that, here's the practice schedule for this week. They had yesterday off. They practiced today. All right, uh, Kyle Shanahan will have his press conference at 125. These are off specific standard times, okay? And then Thursday, again, practice will be at 1 p.m. Uh, and then after practice, you're going to get Steve Wilkes' uh, press conference. Can't wait to hear from him. Following uh, Wilkes would be Chris Forrester. So you're going to get the offensive line coach and, and the defensive coordinator uh, as well. Uh, this looks like Brock Purdy is going to have a press conference on Friday. All right, that's going to be at 12.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, practice will be immediately following. Uh, then you're going to get the Kyle Shanahan press conference on Saturday. Uh, it, this is going to be cool. So Saturday, December 9th, there will be no media available. Sunday, they play at 4 p.m., I believe. 4 or 5 p.m. Sunday is game time start. All right, so that's just the 49er practice schedule. And let's just, before we open up the phone lines, let's talk about the Niners and they're, 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 they're taking what they deserve. Some of us can see things in, in the future. Some of us can foresee things, excuse me, in the future. We, we can tell based off of trajectories, uh, potential, if things go the right way. You could put a little bit of luck in there. We can see these things. And so the cool thing about this is the Niners have been looking like they were the best team in football for a while. They had a three-game skid where it just looked like they might be falling off. They need answers. They need this. They need that. But those that are a part of the faithful realize that the 49ers, like something was wrong. Something was off. Something needed to be tweaked. They get to their bye week. They tweak it. They come out. The 49ers guys are on a four-game win streak. Not only are they on a four-game win streak, they just defeated the best team in the NFL who still holds the current uh, best record in the NFL, but the Niners may have always been the best team in the NFL, and apparently they went out and knocked the best team with the best record, like, down one. So the Niners are looking to pull close. Speaking of pull close, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'll be doing the Bleacher Report show on Bleacher Report. So make sure you guys go ahead and download that app so you can watch me live there. It's a 30-minute show. I'm going to be talking about the pathway to number one. You don't want to miss that episode. And then at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll be back right here on the Wayne Breezy channel on YouTube. And it's going to be a Mike and Wayne show. No harm, no foul. We'll be talking that as well. But the Niners are finally ranked number one in the power rankings. And it's like you're getting the writers and the, and the media and the analysts. They're starting to understand 
understand, okay, this team looks a little bit more dangerous than what we thought. People are healthy. Debo's going off. Ayuk can go off. Christian McCaffrey can go off. Brock Purdy is number one in the MVP race. The odds are in his favor now. People are going to start talking. The Niners are power ranked number one. Now, a lot of people don't care about power rankings, and that's fine. That's your prerogative. But they're there for a reason, and I just wanted to put that out there and show you guys some of that. We'll go with the Super Chat contribution from my brother, Sean. And we're going to say this prayer that he wrote for us to, uh, to for me to read. It says, Father, we stand with the family of Corey Davis. We thank you for the honor of knowing him and allowing us to stay with him and pray with him. God bless them. Grace, peace, and love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate the Super Chat contribution and your prayers as well. All right, it's time. Here we go. So the number is going to scroll on the bottom of the screen. I'm going to remove the number periodically because you guys were overwhelming me with phone calls. Now, listen, I'm going to do my best to get to the calls. I can only do an hour show because I have another show to do. We got 30 minutes. If everybody keeps their call to three minutes, that's 10 calls. Okay. Last time I checked, that's how the math work. So let's try to do that. I love you. If I don't get to you, I still love you. Don't hate me, okay? It's week 14. The 49ers, that 10.5 point favorites. Here we go. The number is 475-549-7849. It may not work, but we're going to get it to work, all right? It may not work, but we're going to get it to work. I haven't gotten a chance to test it out today. I'm hoping that it works. Again, uh, the number, ladies and gents, is 475-549-7849. I can see the number ringing right now. Let's see if we can get this caller on the air. And it just happens to be the one and only, can you get Jax? Hello. Hello. How are you, Jax? I'm fine. How are you guys? Um, I'm doing well. Uh, and you okay, already started talking to the crowd because you said, how are you guys? So here we go. <laughs> I was just speaking. Can you can you guys hear Jax out there? That's the only thing I care about right now. <laughs> Thumbs up if you hear Jax, please. Make sure your volume is up, Jax, on your phone. I okay, know yeah, my phone up. is going on. This is always nice to hear from Jax, so I'm hoping that they hear you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Oscar so, says yes. Me, Dang, damn it. That's my, since I got three minutes, three minutes. I want to I be quick. I want to be quick. Okay. So first off, I need y'all to go over to YouTube so y'all can go to the Wayne Breezy page and support his, uh, I mean, not YouTube, but Facebook, so we can get his numbers up like YouTube is. Okay, that's it. So I want to say that we are going to beat the Seahawks. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying my best not to look at the chat because Breezy said don't look at, don't talk to the chat. So I'm trying because. I do my own thing, so I'm trying to be good. So I just want to say we're going to beat the Seahawks. I'm going to go ahead and give my prediction. I think we're going to do 38-10. and 10. 38-10. Um, I want to see Jair Brown. How much time I got left? Just, I'll let you know. Okay. So I want to see Jair Brown. And um, I don't think Debo is going to have another good game. Really? I, don't think, I think it may be Kittle. Okay. Kittle. It's Kittle time again, you know. Okay. So okay. that's all I wanted to say. Let me get off here because I'm finna get ready to say something to the chat and I don't wanna, you know, do the most. But I just gotta say this right here. Kelly's playing with me so much, okay? Don't do that. Okay. Bye y'all. All right, Jax. Thanks for calling in. They said that my volume went down a little bit. I'll try to fix that. It it seems to do that. Uh, let me know if my volume has gone back up. I do apologize. Jax, thanks for calling in. We appreciate you. She hung up right on time. All right, let's see if I can get that fixed. Hold on. Check, check, check. It did go down. I do see it. All right, we got an incoming call. What's going on? You're on the Wayne Breezy Show. Who am I speaking with? My name is Damon. How are you doing, Wayne? I'm doing good, Damon. It's good to hear from you, brother. All right, man. You're on the show, man. Right, let's get to it. What's your take? So I, uh, well, I watch uh, you and John Chapman all the time. I'm, I'm the jerk that always calls in and says, do you want to play a game and then make you make difficult decisions on who you want to keep? 
Yes. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, I just wanted to uh, like kind of have a comment on the whole MVP conversation that's going on. Sure. Because um, that seems to be what everybody wants to talk about. Um, so I think a lot of people kind of misunderstand what the MVP award is. Okay. Uh, the MVP award is not who is the best player award. Ooh. The MVP award is designed to put, to reward the team, the player that is most responsible for the success of the team. Who is the most valuable player in regards to the success of the team? That's why a quarterback wins it almost all the time. Because when your quarterback goes down, your team is screwed. And so you might have other players on the team that are better, but they're not more valuable in terms of wins and losses. Mm. So Christian McCaffrey is a better player. He's the best running back in the NFL. Okay. And obviously nobody is saying that Brock Purdy is the best quarterback in the NFL. That award pretty much goes to Pat Mahomes every year. But right now, Brock Purdy... If, if CMC went down, we would still win games and still be a championship contender with Elijah Mitchell toting the rock. Good point. We're still a viable team who can beat anybody. If Brock Purdy goes down and we have to play Sam Darnold, we've already seen what that te- what, what other teams have looked like with Sam Darnold at the helm, and those teams have talent as well. Like Sam Darnold is is not going to be able to keep us in the championship contention. We'll still make the playoffs and everything, but we're not a Super Bowl caliber team with Sam Darnold at quarterback anymore. That's why Brock Purdy is the most valuable player on our team. Now, now the conversation about whether he's the most valuable player in the NFL, I will leave that up to everybody else. But I just wanted to kind of clarify, I think that people are having the conversation in the wrong way because he is absolutely the most valuable player on our team. The only, and actually, I'd say Trent Williams would probably be runner-up, not CMC. Okay. Okay. That listen. That it makes perfect sense. Like like the the whole situation. We've seen it though. We we've seen. Oh, can I ask you? Yeah, we've seen it last year when Brock Purdy goes down in the NFC Championship game, and then the team couldn't. They couldn't win. They 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 couldn't get the offense going. They couldn't throw the ball anymore. So that does make sense that he's the most valuable player on the team. But what's making him not the most valuable player in the NFL? No, I'm not saying that he isn't. No, I know, um, but I, what, I would, make, what would that, argue that he isn't is what I'm saying. I'm not, I know you didn't say that, but why isn't he getting oh, okay. that fanfare? If he's the most valuable player on the team, cool. But if the numbers are stating that he's actually better than any of these quarterbacks, you you can mention, you can go through all 32. Brock is putting mm-hmm. up better numbers than all of them. Agreed. So I think there's two things here. One is confirmation bias. Right? There's a lot of people that have preconceived notions, and so they're looking for an opportunity. See, say, see, I told you he wasn't that good. Got you. And other times they're looking at other players saying, see, I told you how good this guy was. So I think that's one part of it, and I think that that also goes all the way back to where you get drafted. It goes to, um, you know, like the, the idea that Brock Purdy can't be the MVP because of all the talent he has around him. Like, so does that completely invalidate Kurt Warner's MVP? Because I'm pretty sure he had four Hall of Famers on the field with him. Four of them. And, yeah, so does that uh, invalidate? I mean, Peyton Manning didn't win shit until he had two Hall of Fame wide receivers. Bingo. Tom Brady didn't do anything for 10 years until he got Hall of Fame-level talent around him. That People forget that he went 10 years without winning a championship. Mm-hmm. And they got bounced a couple times in the playoffs. They made some AFC championships, stuff like that, because he was great. But, um, you know, people – don't discredit Joe Montana for playing half of his career with Jerry Rice and John Taylor. People don't discredit Steve Young for playing his entire career with Steve, with Jerry Rice and part of his career with Jerry Rice and Pharrell Owens. Like it's a nonsense argument. And the only reason people bring it up is because it's the only legitimate argument. They think legitimate. It's not a legitimate. The only good argument against Brock Purdy is all the weapons he has around him. Man, that's the take. That's the take. You just took off, bro. I appreciate you for calling in, man. Absolutely. I appreciate you, Wayne. You, you are doing it as well as anybody in the space, man. You're thank, amazing. Thank you so much, Damon. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Take care, Wayne. You too. That was dope. That, that was dope. I, I know my volume might be a little shaky because when the call comes in, somehow it clips itself out. I don't care. That 
was dope. I say dope as D-O-P-E because I'm from the 90s. That was dope. That was dope. That was dope. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and check this joint. I miss calls. Calls of the Mist, they here. I, I, I can see them. Guys, man, call in again. The number is right there, 475-549-78. Never mind. There we go. It's my dude, Corey. What's going on, fam? What's up, Wayne Breezy? Hey, 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 man. It's good to hear from you, brother. I can't wait to hear Finally what you... Finally good to hear from you, too, man. I can't wait to hear what you got to say, though. Yo, Wayne. All I got to say is that about that Philly game that I saw you did the video, man, I was so ecstatic how you did that because that vi that video of that victory was the best win of that season that nobody had predicted that they were not, that the Niners were not going to be able to win. But guess what? When Debo made that statement like he did, he backed it up, got his three touchdowns just like you predicted. And you were telling the truth that Debo was going to score three touchdowns. I didn't think people remembered that. I didn't even bring it back up. Yo, second week <laughs> in a row, first week in, first time in Seattle, I predicted the score. I predicted right. Debo's gameplay. Like, yeah. what do I do this week? I'm just going to let – I'm going to let y'all cook. I'm going to let y'all cook because I just want to sit back this week. I'm going to be home. I'm going to eat about 30 different types of wings because I just <laughs> – I'm not going to eat them all, but I'm going to have a variety – because I think that the San Francisco 49ers at home are – I think every time they suit up, they're trying to make a statement because they hear and they pay oh, yeah. They pay attention to everything. And all the people oh, yeah. that are discrediting Brock, like Damon said, because that's the, the take they want to put out there because there's nothing else you can really say about them. Because of nope. that, they are – talk about this game, man. What are you looking for to? Against the Seahawks? Yeah. Man, I'm looking for Xavier's Ward to stay focused on DK Metcalf like he did that first meeting at Seattle. And I figure if Kendall Walker doesn't play in that game, I'm pretty sure that they, that their running game shutdown is shut for good. And I know Geno Smith is not good under pressure when the um, when the um, defensive linebackers come after him because he doesn't know what to do when he gets that pressure for him. Yes, and all he do is just either throws the ball away or gonna force a pick. And hey, hopefully Christian McCaffrey could continue to do his thing, get them good yards, keep scoring them touchdowns to start that streak like he did before. And if he gets that, man, who's gonna stop us? I, I don't the only the only people that can stop the Niners are the Niners. At this right. point. At this point. Five games left. Five games left. Let me ask you this question before I let you go. Five games What's left. What's your record? Five and zero. Oh yeah, five and zero was the start. Then I remember we lost three games in a row because we were a little banged up. Debo didn't play. Right. And Trent Williams didn't play. Do we win these next five games? Is what I'm asking. Man, I smell it. I don't. I don't doubt my team. I smell it. We win these five games as long as we keep. As long as we. As long as Debo stays healthy and long as Trent Williams stays healthy. I'm starting to smell it with you, bro. I got I got one game circle that's going to be like, okay, first of all, the NFL dead wrong for making these two teams play on Christmas. Christmas is supposed to be the most joyous day of the year. And you're supposed to spend True. time with the family and, 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 and all that good stuff, right? But they decided right. to put the Ravens versus the 49ers on Christmas night. And I don't know, bro. I, I'm, 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 I, that's going to be the game. That's the only game that I feel... Yeah that the teams are equally yoked, okay? Right. So that's the only nervousness I got. Only one. And I re I feel you on that because, you know, Baltimore ain't no slouch. And, and I figure ever since when Lamar Jackson had got to this team the way they need to get off, I said to myself, don't sleep on Lamar Jackson. Don't sleep on this um, defense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, bro. And and here's here's a here's a here's a, a fun fact about Lamar Jackson. He has What's one that? loss to an NFC team in his whole career. Ooh. But we're that's, not there that's... yet. We're not there yet. We got two games before we get there. We're not there yet. I just wanted to put that out there. Corey, man, listen, thanks for calling in. I gotta get these callers on here, but I appreciate you. I love you, bro. I love you too, man. Yeah, man. Thanks so much.
Thank you. Peace. All right, guys. I promise I, I, I'm going to get y'all in there. Like, listen, I, I got you. Hold up, though. Uh, real quick, man. We got the new member of the channel, Nick Nice Gold. We got the gold-blooded. We got the red-blooded going on. I'm loving it. We got Jack's gifting members. I got to figure out how will it. Jack's just gifted a member, uh, gifted a membership. Is it to my man, Raphael562, who's now a new member of the channel. Shout out to my man, Raphael562. He is the killer on the Madden live streams. I tell you, he comes in every time we score a touchdown. It's bang, bang, nine again. Shout out to Raphael562. Jax, thank you so much. Uh, I, I, we appreciate you. Ah, oh, man, this is this is dope. This is dope. Beige Noir. And then Raphael562 gifted a membership. I'm sorry, I probably read it wrong because I can't read out the right side of my eye. He gifted a membership to my man Beige Noir. All right, so uh, Raphael562, thank you for that. Beige Noir. <laughs> Wrong sound effect. Thank you so much for coming to the channel, man. We appreciate you. We got the channels up, they up and popping. All right, the members are here. I'm loving it. It's good when you guys become members, man. It's just a cool more time. All right, man. Again, we got time for a few more callers. Four seven five five four nine seven eight four nine. Thank y'all for being respectful. You guys are waiting till the callers finish and then you call in because for some reason the call forward ain't popping up. I'm not seeing who I'm missing calls from all of a freaking sudden. So make sure you guys go ahead and call in five seven four seven five five four nine seven eight four nine. So far I like the takes that we got. We got a super chat contribution from Geo Kane. I promise Geo will come back to that. Let's get this caller on here. Oh gosh. One one per show. Hello. One per... Yes. Who, who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? Yes, this is Jax. I called back because I had to say something. I need to say something. Okay. Like I don't, I don't like how people is doing Brock Party. I meant to say that earlier, but I was talking about something else. You got so, you yeah. got one minute left. Yep. You didn't use all your okay. time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't like how they doing my quarterback. Like they're gonna get up off of him. Like. I don't care if we had Debo or uh, CMC, Brock doing it, period. Like, don't be comfortable from him. Like, I don't like that. Like, it be pissing me off. Like, do not talk about my quarterback. Okay, that's all I have to say. Bye, y'all. Bye. All right, so do not be coming for her quarterback. Like, and, you know, for for Brock, it's it's unfortunate. He he was the, the the last pick of the draft, things like that. You know what I'm saying? Last pick in the draft, and so you know they they're kind of overlooking him. They don't want the story. They don't want to talk about him. Geo Kane, thank you so much for the super chat contribution. He says Wayne, they know, they know, they know the pain of the last couple of losses in the playoffs. He's talking about the San Francisco 49ers, like they've experienced and had to endure. I would say more adversity. Uh, but yes, the pain was there. Hold on. We're coming back to it. I promise. You're on the Wayne Breezy Show, Shane. What's going on, baby? Yo, Breezy Diamond. Yes, sir. What's going on? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing great. That's good. That's good. All right. You ready to take off? Yeah, brother. Bro, I just wanted to say... I remember when I first started uh, listening to you, it was on Nothing But Niners. And then you broke off and, and started doing your own thing. And and that, I was so proud of you, bro. But what really, what really impressed me, and not just impressed me, bro, it inspired me, was when you, I think it was like sometime, sometime last year, you just started hitting it hard, bro, coming out with video after video after video, like producing that content. And I can only imagine how much work you put into it and how much time that takes. And I'm sure that was hard at the beginning because you're probably not getting the views you want and everything was probably a struggle. So, so mad respect to you, bro. Just, just want to put that out there. For I you. appreciate you so much. Thank you for saying those kind words. I would love to get your take on this upcoming game against the Seattle Seahawks, bro. Uh, how's it looking in your eyes, man? How you see it going down? I mean, yeah, I'm always a little nervous about the Seahawks games. I think I'm a little traumatized from the past, but you and me both. But I, <laughs> what's that? You and me both. It, it's it's a yeah, man. It's PTSD. It's there. Like <laughs> <laughs> But, dude, I think with with this team, man, I, I just I don't I don't think we can fail. 
you know what I mean? As long as we keep all our pieces intact and and uh, we do our thing, I think I think we could beat them again. So I think we could sweep the division. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. What can, about you? You think we can if, sweep if, the division? If, I, if I'm being honest, because I like to be honest, if I'm being honest, yeah, this is a loss for me at the beginning of the season. This was a loss. It was the travel. Mm. It was the way we had just finished playing. And, you know, even though we were going home, I had us beating Seattle in Seattle, but I had us losing this one. I had us going 5-1 and one in the division. And then what had happened was the Niners made a move. And when they made that move, I'm like, wait a minute. This is – I they, this, they, and they had lost one that I didn't have them losing to. The Niners are going to go out, go home, and 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 make this team look really bad on Fox at four o'clock p.m. on Sunday. Like this is not going to be a good matchup. I think the difference between these Seattle teams and the Seattle teams where we have our little PTSD about is just that the matchup yeah. is bad. It's not a good matchup. It's that they, they don't match up well against the 49ers. We know their name. Uh, we know who their head coach is, but they're missing that key piece. That key element is Russell Wilson. He's no longer there. And Geno Smith just isn't that. Can he run and scramble for a couple of yards on a couple of plays? For sure. But the Niners have proved this year, which they didn't prove to us any other year, that they can stop mobile quarterbacks. So I'm, I'm really thinking that the Niners, Dre Greenlaw, people keep forgetting about him who is the Seattle Seahawks. I don't want to use the K-I-L-L-E word, but we know what he does to this team. He'll be back, and he's going to be playing with a vengeance because he was ejected or disqualified from the game in Philly. Mm. I I agree 100%, bro. And just to uh, piggyback off what you were saying, the running quarterbacks were always – our Achilles heel. But dude, watching what they did to the Eagles over the weekend, oh, it just makes me so happy. <laughs> I think we're gonna do so good this year. So yeah, that's all I got for you, bro, man. I'm gonna jump off so everybody else can get on here. I appreciate everything you do, bro. I listen to you every day during the during the week. Yes. On my work day, you you're like a like a sermon for me every day. So I appreciate it, bro. I love you, bro. Thank you so much for calling in, man. Thank you. <laughs> love you, bro. Peace. Peace. Hey, Corey, I see you out there, Corey. Uh, I, I, can you call in or do you have the ability to call in? The next call I needed to be from Corey Lindsay. Corey, can you please call in? I see you in the chat. I know you were trying to call in last time for some reason. And I just want to get your take. I want to get you. I want to hear your voice. We'd love to hear from you. Corey, if you're out there, I see you in the chat, so don't be going hiding now. Uh, but we'd love to get your take. We'd love to hear from you or whatever or whatnot. Guys, I got to get back to Gio Kane's contribution. I'm sorry, Gio. The call came in. Uh, he says these players are locked in and don't want to feel that no mo. He's talking about the pain um, and the aggravation that they went through last season. All right? All right, let's see who we got. All right, what's going on? You're on the Wayne Breezy Show. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? This is Big Daddy Niner. Breezy, what's happening? Big Daddy Niner's in the building. What's going on, family? Not much, bro. First of all, man, I want to say I ain't worrying about none of these teams. We taking, we're going all the way undefeated until we get to the bowl. Once we get to the bowl, we're cleaning them out. We're going to do a Joe Montana 55 nothing. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. They they put up 10 in that game. You saying this year it'll be 55 to nothing? <laughs> Y'all, I'm sorry I got excited. I'm taking away your time. Keep going, bro. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> and I and, and not only that, you know, I've been watching you again. I've been watching you with uh, Mike, you guys are hilarious. That's man. my that's my brother from another mother. I be having my wife laughing, and then we be laughing when it's you and PT and Moe's and Fair. That's guys. my family, yeah. And y'all and y'all be playing that church music or shouting. Oh, I had my wife looking at it. We was cracking up. Wait for it. One, two, three, go. Oh, there you go, man. <laughs> oh so, man. Oh, man. 
So, so how you really, how you really feeling? I, you already said that you got the Super Bowl aspirations going. You, you feel it coming. You, you, you can feel it in the air. Uh, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you've watched your team go through a little bit of adversity throughout the season. You're watching your team deal with some injuries. You watch your team lose a couple of players to the season, and and they're still finding ways to uh, force their will upon good teams. I don't know if you peeped that, but they're beating the good ones, like the teams with the winning records. Uh, like, what, like, like, how are you really feeling about what's going on with the San Francisco 49ers? I'm loving it, man. I've been a Niner since 1964, bro. So I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly. And right now, I'm loving every bit of it. I got my whole room decorated in Niner stuff. My whole bedroom is decorated all Niners. So I'm 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 ready to go. Wow. I see it's going all the way. I got I got my 49er wine bottles up on my up sitting up on top of my fireplace. And once they say that we we in the bowl, we cracking them joints open. Yes, sir. Um, you got, only thing I haven't got was my gold bar, but it's coming. Gold bars on the way. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, Big Daddy, it's been a pleasure, man, to hear from you. Uh, please continue to call in on these shows. We want to hear more from you next week after that victory. Uh, how, how many points we scoring on this Sunday? Oh, man, you know, I'm going to keep my score, 38-14. I'm going to keep it until we until we get to the bowl. D say less, because in the bowl, we dropping 55. <laughs> Yo, Big Daddy, thanks for calling in, brother. All right, man. All right, peace. I see a number ringing. I can't tell who it is because it's going to my phone. Hang up, call right back so it can ring on the internet computer on the computer. All right. So if you got that, I'm not gonna put your number out there, but call it right back. You'll be the last caller for today's show. Um, this is so cool, man. Uh, the number is four seven five five four nine. There it is. There it is. My man CJ Gray in the place. What's going on, baby? What's going on, Breeze? Nothing much, man. I can't wait to hear this take, dog. Well, I kind of messed up last week, man. I'm glad. I, like I said, I was glad. I, I'm glad to be wrong. Like to be wrong is a good thing when it's your team winning, winning the game. Um, but one thing that we discussed before we got off the call was, what if the Niners just don't make it a close game and they just do what they consistently do and just blow out, blow the competition out? That, that was the and take. So, that was my. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> you said right before we got on the call, like man, what if it ain't a close game? So we don't have, we we still gonna ask that question. Um, so it's still not answered. But fortunately, it's not answered. And I wish I would have went to Philadelphia last week. Yeah, I was just trying to hold my money off and go into the playoffs because I'm trying to see a home game for the first time this year. Understood. Um, um, but yeah, the fans were on one, man. We took that joint over after the Philadelphia fans left, and and they were just hooting and hollering like we want a playoff game. And so I just – that's the only thing, the only cautionary tale is uh, I just hope that the players aren't getting too ahead of themselves because it seemed like that occurred after beating the Cowboys that everybody crowned the 49ers and then they went to Cleveland and didn't show up as well as they've been doing. Yeah. But I think the difference this time is that we're on a playoff run. We're on a – we're trying to get the number one seed. And I think I think that's going to create more of a sense of urgency, more of being locked in focus for the team. So I believe that we go out, we go out back home, and we put up another thirty points on Seattle again. Um, probably something something of the nature of thirty-five, seventeen, or something something of that late nature that we've taken our foot off the gas late in the game, and then they put up a late touchdown like Philadelphia did last week. Yeah. Yeah, how how did you feel about the Niners' discipline in in this past game? I loved it. They did the mush rush, and they did the keep Jalen Hurts in a. In a they kept the him pocket. contained. Yeah, they kept him contained. I think Redney Gregory got a, got out of his lane one time. Yep, and and Jalen Hurts ended up running by him, but I think they got right back on track. Um, and hold him in the pocket. Jalen Hurts, man, he. He, he seems to go with his first read, and he, and then he starts moving around all over the place. Um, he just doesn't sit still in the pocket, and and um, I don't 
I think that's going to be something that we're going to be able to take advantage of when we see them again. Yeah. That's one glaring thing that I saw last game that I don't think they're going to be able to fix by the time we see them again. Okay. All right, man. Listen, man. Appreciate your take. You, you, you got a, you got a. What was your score prediction again? You said thirty something to seventeen. Thirty-five seventeen. I like it, man. Stick with it, man. It sounds, it sounds pretty much forty nine esque, right? Like, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the forty ers don't put up forty points. They put up forty, what, forty four, forty one last time in the playoff game at home against them. I, I, and now the team is clicking. I wouldn't be surprised if they put up 40. I don't have my score prediction as of yet, but listen, it's going to be crunk. I can tell you that right now. They're going to be back at home. CJ, thanks, thanks for calling in, bro. Yeah, and last last thing I got before I go, um, Debo was back. 2021 Debo was back. And if we got him, that Debo down the stretch, there's nothing stopping us. Nothing. Cue the music. Ain't no stopping us now. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. All right, All right, man. Thanks, man, for calling in. Peace. All right, guys. I got to end this. I got to prepare for the Bleacher Report show coming up, but I do appreciate those that did call in. If I didn't get to you guys, we'll be back next Wednesday. Uh, so my apologies. Uh, I was trying. The number's been up here for 30 minutes. I was trying to get y'all in here, uh, but we'll definitely be able to do it again. I don't like not answering the phone calls, but I, you know, I three minutes we gave them to the people. We this show is for you. You know, you know, I I might not put out as much content as I used to, but I'm doing different things right now. So I hope you guys can understand that. I got the Bleacher Report thing that I'm trying to grow and help take off and and we'll see how that works. But I appreciate each and every one of you, those that are members. Thank you for your patronage all year. Thank you for those that's been members for, for a year, for one month, two months, three months. Appreciate it. Those that are subscribers, I truly appreciate you guys. I just want to make sure I didn't miss any Super Chat contributions. And I'm going to go ahead and edit this one for Jax. Thank you for the contribution. You get the touchdown. I'll see you next Wednesday. Until then, y'all stay up faithful. We'll be back again here uh, Friday on the Wayne Breezy Show with John Chapman on the with the game plan. Tomorrow is the Madden Show. The time will be different. I will post the time change and on the YouTube. YouTube. So if you guys are watching on YouTube, I'm going to post the time change difference. It'll be more in the evening here on the East Coast, like 6 p.m., I believe. So uh, I'll keep you guys updated. But the Madden is definitely going down. Uh, and again, you guys rock, man. Stay up, man. Stay strong. And most importantly, stay faithful, y'all. I love y'all, man. To the next one. We out. Peace. I'll be, I be sipping gold bar, whiskey on the rocks. And a 24 karat gold on a watch. My 71 Chevy B tipping nonstop. Sounding like Trent Williams on the block. So you know we can't stop. We be banging.